take a moment to admire the fact that I just hit a fairway. There's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Oh! Jordan, he's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Fairy Finders. It is episode number 81, Major Week, and I'm joined, of course, by Steve and Tony. How are we doing, lads? Boys, long time. How are we? Oh, the voice nearly went there, bro. We're out of practice. I was being back. So yeah. it was like, but halfway through, I needed to sneeze. I was trying to keep it in. The whole sorry, thing. Anyway, bro. And then sorry. just got there and then had to sneeze right at the end. So sorry about that. Extremely yeah. professional, as you always um, are. Yeah. yeah, no, it's good. It's um, it's it's weirdly felt like ages since the Masters, actually. I think it's just, you that know. That was the last time we did a pod, wasn't it? It was, must be about a month since we've done one. The last oh, one was the RBC. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, when we had when we had Maddie Fitz, actually. But uh yeah, it just it's been really hectic. Life's kind of kicking the bollocks out of all three of us in different ways, shapes and means and different priorities. But it's good to be back. It's uh I'm buzzing for this one. This is actually it's a tough one to call, massive field. It is, yeah. Of of all the majors, it's the one that, that can often just uh be a bit of an upset. Just yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think I've got I've got four picks. So far this week, I'm going to add definitely one, maybe two more. But two of my picks are like big, big outsiders. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so obviously I feel like unreasonably confident. Yeah, as you always do. Uh, we've mixed fortunes here last year, Donnie, if you remember the um, the PGA 2022. I had uh, the winner, Justin Thomas, and you had uh, 18 home meltdown, Mito Pereira. at I, one right, I, I got him on the exchange at 370 to one. And yeah. I, I had... I think I had 15 euro on that. Uh, anyway, and then I had him backed again on the on, on the sports book at 200 to one. I think I was going to be wearing about, was it five grand or five and a half grand or something? And yeah, like I, I still got, I still got decent returns. For I was going to say, you fucking, you, you fucking hedged it nicely though. I, I remember seeing, yeah, I remember me stuff. and Steve were both on, on JT. Yeah, um, I hedged. I hedged a bit of it on the exchange. Jeez, it was some run though, and I genuinely thought I had it. He sunk a really good par putt in seventeen, and I was like, yeah. "The bottle in this kid." And then, so apparently, like he didn't even realize it was water on the eighteenth hole. He had a that's duck. Just, that's outrageous! It was one of the worst swings ever. No, it was. It was he hit a left or rider. He didn't. He didn't. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Follow through. Sorry, that's and right, it was. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the worst swings I've ever seen a pro hit. He just forgot how to do his his follow through, and um, yeah, found the water. Made what was it? Double bogey, triple. Yeah, I think I think uh, uh, it might have made it might have been a triple. No, it was a double. It was a double. Okay. Yeah. A five would have forced the playoff, and he made a six. Jesus, that was that, that was that was probably the best episode of the full swing. I think. Yeah, it was a good one. Was was, yeah. was, he was with to the caddy. Uh, yeah, I, I just fucked up. I think well, you did. You it did. shows you. Just shows you there is big prices out there that can contend. Um, so you don't just need to, you know, do a brew special and look at the, the first four in the market. There is there is value to be found. Uh, further further down the board. You know what I mean, brew bro? special. We were bought on JT lads. <laughs> what you mean, like? Just just generally, you know what I mean. There there is value to be had further down the board. Is all I'm trying to say. It's, particularly at this type of event as well. I think there's there's lots of uh, lots of opportunities for some bigger prices. Well, this is always this is always. 
like it, it's a max field event, isn't it? Is it one yeah. five six? Yeah, but there's a bunch of PGA professionals from across America that have no chance oh, yeah. of winning. They're just showing what's up for the photograph. What's what's your man's name who takes seven hours to do around the golf? Um, shit. Oh, Handling? He's got no. He's got like he's an American guy, but he's from Middle Eastern descent. He's got like a Middle Eastern. Uh, I don't have a clue. If anybody's listening, tweet me that the name of that guy. He takes. He's a club pro. He's done. He's he's done a bunch of majors, but he's just the slowest man. He makes Patrick Cantlay look like a same ball. What the name? Uh, I can't think of his name. Anyway, let's move on. Good radio. Yeah, will we crack on and just start talking about the the event? Will we? We will indeed, lad. Let's get Have into you... it. We're off the Oak Hill. I think if you get John Ram in the final group on Sunday, I think he stands on next and he's going to get it done. Because the winner this week is going to be my, my one and done pick. I put put it on Twitter, put put my put my cards down on, on the line. I'm going for Rory McIlroy. I'm actually, I'm hopping aboard the Billy Ho uh, oh. train. He's 28, so I think you can get him. Straight off the bat, not even going to waste time. Paul Casey and Sam Burns, previous winners. Bought over 22 to 1. I think that's an absolute value bet there. My third pick um, is Hideki Matsuyama. I got him at 18s this morning. Oak Hill. We are. We're in Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York. Um, upstate New York. Only about a two-hour drive from, um, from us here in Toronto. Um, so, unfortunately, I won't be attending this year. But... Um, a classic US golf course. It's it's a par seventy, um, it's seven thousand three hundred and ninety four yards. So it doesn't sound like the longest in the world, but bear in mind it is a par seventy, and there is only two par fives on the course as well, and they're both over six hundred yards. Um, the course itself, it's um, it's a difficult one to kind of break down and say this is the type of player that's going to do well here. Um, yeah. it is it is actually a pretty open course. They, since we played here last in twenty thirteen. Um, for the, the, the PGA Duffner one and Jim Fiora came second um, they have got rid so back then there was a load of trees uh, littered around the golf course they have got rid of hundreds of those so it's a much more open looking event but obviously the problem is um, the, the rough this week is up it's going to be very thick if you are missing um, if you are missing fairways you're going to be in a tough spot to try and get it up to the green so um, it's on, going to... on the on the rough I was uh, just reading a little bit and a couple of guys who are members one of which who's a member of this golf club uh, one Rory McIlroy is, is a member um, I'm saying that even if they make the rough only three inches long it is so juicy and thick that it's still a massive problem and I saw a couple of like Instagram Picks of guys dropping balls in and they're just gone. They're just disappeared into like a a rabbit warren. So yeah, uh, yeah. That's I think one thing to bear in mind. So I I think distance, distance is, is yeah yeah no I I think distance is important, but I don't think it's as key as we've seen like from other um other majors and other events that you know have a, a large emphasis on distance. See, um, I, I don't I don't know. So here's my here's a theory on that. So what what what. Kind of um, to me was when Bryson won at Wingfoot, his driving accuracy was shite. He yeah. just it's yeah. like he's still, you're in the rough, but you've got a nine iron instead of a six iron, and it makes the world a difference. So I think even if lads are missing fairways, I think I really do think this is bomber central, and that's why I think the winner. I don't think it's possible for a winner who isn't in like the top sixty or seventy of driving distance. I don't think I don't think really? you can get a. 
you look at um you look at the top five from um from twenty thirteen and even two thousand three when they played here. Uh Duffner, Jim Furick, Hemrick Stenson, Jonas Blix and Scott Piercy in the top five. None of them I don't think hit the ball over two, maybe Stenson, but over two eighty. So um like I said, they have got rid of some trees, so it's not as it was an emphasis back then on um fairways and greens, but I still I still think it is. Um the, the par yeah. fives are so long that you're probably not reaching them on in two. Um maybe the, the monster hitters, the top two percent of hitters will be able to reach them in two. Um but yeah I, I think someone I think you need to be I think you need to be in that two ninety three hundred um off the tee but I don't think you need to be you know I don't think McElroy necessarily has a big advantage or um personally but again look it's a it's a game mm-hmm. of opinions. Um it's a Donald Ross design. So Donald Ross has designed other courses such as East Lake um where we played a tour championship um Pinehurst um, and Sedgefield Country Club as well, where the Wyndham Championship is on. Um, so there's a lot the of stuff. Well. The Troy, yeah, the Troy Golf Club, uh, Rocket Mortgage. Um, the one thing I know about it is that you do need to be a shot shaper to do well around here. So um, you can have a look at the course flyover online, lots of right to left off the tee. Um, you'll be fl- following that up with a left to right on approach, depending on where the, the pin is positioned, obviously. So someone like a JT just stands out straight away as somebody who loves shaping the ball both ways, yeah. high, low, left, right. Um, so another thing to, to take a look at. Um, but yeah, other than that, there's nothing really to standing out about the course um, in terms of like, you know, approach play or, or whatever it is. Well, uh, so, so you need an all round game basically. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, as a, as a major, it's, it's kind of always going to be the case, but um, so I, I, I've rattled through a bunch of trends. I was like, do but one thing that uh, I found quite interesting around in, in relation to here at, at uh, Oak Hill particularly is like the last six major winners at this golf course. Now two of them were senior open major winners. Yeah, they were top four in greens and regulation. Now right. redesigned, all the greens have been reshaped and redone since they were here last, as well as all the trees. But you know they're still in the same places. They're different undulations. They're different green complexes. But also ultimately, it's still the same target. So, in, in terms of my keys to victory, I've put greens and regulation top of the list. Right. Yeah, I'd agree. More, more so than driving distance. I think. Um, I think you need to hit fairways, but you don't necessarily need to be three hundred twenty yards in the fairway. I think if you're uh, if you're three hundred two ninety in the middle of the fairway, you're you're buzzing. Yeah. Um, personally, but yeah, we can get into it when we're we're talking about our picks. Well, will I do a few trends? We'll try a few trends at the boys. Itching for a trend. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, sure. I love my trends. Right. So these are PG, these are USPGA in general trends, most of them from the last like 10 years or so. So of all the majors, this seems to be the one where you get a young gun who wins, and a lot of the time you get a first time winner. So I think 38 of the last 50 USPGAs have been won by a first time winner. And when you then when you think that Rory's won two, Brooks has won two, Phil's won two. Tigers won five. Four. Harrington won two, didn't he? I know, just the one. Just the one. Like that means, like it's 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 a haven for first time winners. You know, like DJ JT, Jason Day, um, a bunch of guys win their win their first one here. So um there's that to begin with. And then like young guns, 10 of the last 13 winners in their 20s. Eight of the last 10 have been American. The only exceptions to that were Rory and Jason Day. Um, in terms of recent form, eight of the last 10 winners posted a top 20 or better in their previous event. In terms of recent major form, seven of the last 10 had a top 10 in one of their last two majors. Um, despite the fact that there's been some 
really weird winners of this event over the last 20 years. Like in seven of the last 10 years, the winners come from the world's top 15. So yes, it's possible for a big, a big price to win here, but actually 70% of the time in the last 10 years, it's been someone at the very sharp end, which I mean, you know, it's it's a major championship, you know, and then six of the last 10, uh, had already won this season, but that's a little bit misleading because this is only the third time that the PGA has been reorientated to May. Yeah. Usually, you have another, whatever, eight, nine tournaments in mm-hmm. the bag, and then you get to the PGA. So, yeah, you can kind of take from that what you will. Um, yeah, I, I think that the 20s thing, I don't know, like 10 or 13 or 20s, I, maybe it's just because it, like they, they bring guys around like like athletic challenging long golf courses around the PGA like you know obviously the the irony is Mickelson won this at 51 a couple of years yeah. ago so yeah what a day that was um any other any other trends before we get stuck in that's what I got um I, I'm not I haven't gone really deep into the trends like I, I'm not make the trends are not make or break for me in terms of the picks mm-hmm. but I have picked one two three four of my five that I have here are in their 20s and the other guy's 33 so he's not exactly old yeah well fuck not anymore um so do you want to do we want to go through player let's, by player top 10 15 in the market yeah, let's, or do, do we, let's do the top of the market and see yeah. what everybody thinks okay so <laughs> at the top of the market it's been shifting around a bit um I know yesterday Scotty Scheffler was the favorite um, it's now even at the top on the book I have open in front of me. I have Scotty Scheffler and John Ram both at eight to one. Um, I have McElroy at twelve to one. Brooks Kepka is hovering around the eighteen to one. Same with Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantley. We then have JT Finau at twenty-two to one. We then have DJ after winning over the weekend and Jason Day after winning over the weekend at 25 to 1. Can we just, we have... just take a moment to just appreciate and 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 bask in the glory of Jason Day being a winner again? It's such yeah, a great legend. It's a feel good story. It's such a great comeback considering all the back problems, the tragedy with his mom as well. And he won yeah. it on Mother's Day. And I just yeah, I was hung over, hung over yeah. watching it yesterday. I almost had a tear in my eye. It was just yeah. emotional, you know what I mean? Mother's Day gets the win. The kids, the family, wow, it was beautiful. It was you know, when you're hung over, it's just emotional. Um, geez, I tell you, I yeah. almost, almost triggered me, but yeah, yeah. strong. <laughs> I, I, I would say, I would say behind mm-hmm. behind Tiger winning the Masters, I think it's one of the best comebacks in golf. Has certainly, certainly. Has to be up there. Yeah, it's yeah. like for me, so like just, just really, really quickly, 2016. Jason Day was first in the world. 2017, he was third. 2018, he was seventh. 2019, he was 15th. Then 2020, he was 51st. 2021, he was 121st. Jesus. 2022, he was 175th. Oh, my God. And now Man. he's back up into the top 20. Yeah. That's got the 20. He's back though. He's been back for a long. Excuse the pun. He's been back yeah, for a long time. Yes, we've been saying um, that for, for for a while on the I've, podcast. I've had him. I've backed him four times this year. The Masters, he was going well and melted down. He went really close at Pebble Beach. He went really close at the Genesis. Yeah, he's just been in great form all year. Yeah, yeah, he's one to follow. I think he could be knocking on the door at the top ten by the end 100%. of the year. I think that the floodgates could open now that he's got that monkey off his back. Um, he's so good again like, this week. Like, I wouldn't rule him out. Yeah, he's and back. Then, I'm sorry, just just, just finishing off there. Yeah. Uh, so just finishing off there, the last few, we have 
um, Matt Fitzpatrick, Cam Young, Victor Hovland, all at 28 to 1. And then we have Cam Smith at 30 to 1. And I'll leave it there. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, just a bunch of killers everywhere you look. Yeah. So, Scotty, do we need to ask you about Scotty Brew? It's just a straight yes. Obviously. He's right. winning. Like, he's winning this week. I, I, like, he's come so close. His game looking good now again. Um, surprised he, he hasn't won in the last few weeks. So, yeah, I think Scotty Scheffler, for me, Ram, I'm not going to say he's a better price than Ram because Ram absolutely dominated um, at the Masters. But, I mean, if you're care, com- comparing his prices to a few of the other short lads, I think I'm picking Scotty all day long. Yeah, so he's my first pick. Um, Scotty, for me, he's uh, I, I would take him as a top 10. I think that that would be my bet for him. He's missed. He's had a lot of chances to win over the last um probably three, four weeks. I can't remember exactly how long. Um short pots, that seven, seven to eight foot range. He's missed a load of them. Yeah. Uh, and he just he seems a little bit out of sorts for some reason. He's, he's very animated on the course these days, um, which is not like him. So I'm gonna gonna swerve him this week, but I'd be putting him yeah. in the top ten. Uh, and Ram, I don't know. I've no idea. Um, yeah. too short. I don't know. Um yeah, I, I just don't know. I couldn't advise anyone to back him. I couldn't advise anyone not to back him. I agree. I think the, the whole, he's too short. But I mean, if he goes out and fucking strolls away with this major as well, then he'll be five to one for the fucking open. Like, <laughs> so mm. I, like, yeah. Sorry, Donnie, yeah. Go on. What, what were you going to say there? No, he, like, Ram could be five to one regardless of how this week goes, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Scotty's. I'm with you, Steve. Scotty's just a. It, it, it's it's yeah. It's obviously the putter, tee to green game this year. It's just flawless. It's absurd. You know, he's 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 just hitting the ball so well. It's just what he does. And I think the frustration of hitting so many amazing shots and not capitalizing on enough of them is is weighing on him. And um, yeah. if he has a good week with a putter in his current form, he'll win by seven. Yeah, more so than anyone. Yeah. Yeah, it's because it's it's absurd how good his 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 stats are to the green. Uh, yeah, I think top ten. I think he's probably going to contend. He's a, he's your joint favorite. So are you going to yeah. be surprised if he goes and wins? No, not at all. Um, I'd much rather Ram would win of the two because then everybody starts talk going grand slam and losing their minds, and that'd be fun. The Ram slam. Uh, the Ram slam. I love it. Yeah. Uh, if I had to pick, I'm I'm picking neither. I'm betting on neither. If I had to pick one, I'm gonna pick Ram. Actually, yeah, agreed. If it was a match bet, I take Ram personally. Fair. Uh, next up, we have Mister McElroy at twelve to one. I am still emotionally and financially recovering from the Masters, um, so I am gonna, <laughs> for last, I'm gonna for, for for last four or five years. Is it? <laughs> so I'm gonna swerve. I'm gonna gladly watch him win if he does, but I'm not. I'm I'm gonna swerve him and leave him off again. I might get. He might be an in play if he drifts out to if he has an average start because the, the winning score is gonna be about ten under, um, or, or thereabouts. So if he's level par, maybe one over after the first day, um, I might tag on him then, um, at a, a, probably a bigger price. But yeah, happy to watch him. I think I'm gonna do it. Do you know? Go on, Donnie. I think I'm gonna do it. 14 to 1 on the exchange. I think I'm going to do it. You just uh, don't know what Rory's going to show up, do you? Like, you don't no, know what form don't. he's in. You don't know how his head is after the meltdown at the Masters. Um, he's been hiding away for the last six weeks or however long it's been. Um, just, so, yeah, I, just, I can't wait to see him. But I, I like, so I like 
two things I really like. I obviously love the driving the driving game around here, the driving distance. I think that's just the, I, I I I do think it's a massive advantage to be honest. Um uh like he played really well in the match play. Like he was as good as anyone in the oh, match yeah. play. Yeah. And I, I think he's won this twice. He has two Wanamaker trophies. Like as in he doesn't change his legacy if he wins this. Um and and the like this this one well the US Open arguably as well but the pressure is going to be s- smaller on him here than anywhere else. I don't think there's not much chat about him. Like he's a fucking member here. I think that I don't know how much weight that has, but it means at least he's not going to be like he's probably played it since they've redeveloped it. I'm sure I'm sure they all have, but uh, his knowledge of the, of the course might he might have a slight advantage in that respect. And I just think fourteen to one's too big. It is. When the other yeah, two boys I, no, I agree. Eight. It is. Yeah, so I'm going to have a nibble. I, I, I haven't put him down yet, but I'm going to have a little nibble, and um, I won't be heartbroken if it doesn't come out, come, sure. come to pass. But uh, yeah, let's hope Rory has a week. I do think, I think you're right. It, it is weird that people aren't talking more about him. Like him being a member here is is a big deal. It is. Like it is a lot more than people would say it is. Um, I guess it's his recent, his very recent form, because not even his recent form. His recent form, he's been good still. I suppose very recent form, it's been pretty bad. But, well, I think, well, the, the fact that um, the Wells Fargo, quite quite cool the Wells Fargo, yeah, yeah, like, I a worry, I mean, that's his course. Miscut at the players, miscut at the Masters, 47th at the Wells Fargo. Yeah, I like, listen, Quail Hollow is this jam. It was the first, it was the first PGA Tour title. Um, yeah, we'll it's see. A worry, we'll but yeah, he's a, he's a mate. Like we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Also if we can saying get him that, I mean, he finished four shots off the winner at Quail Hollow, so it's not like he was fucking, you know, 10, 10, 12 shots behind him. Like, I'm just I'm just looking at Rory's um his his career graph strokes gained against oh. against the field, right? So his baseline 2008 comes on tour and he's an average, and then he gets it jumps up and never gets anywhere near back near the average, but his peaks. His highest peak has happened. His highest peaks happened in 2013 when he was winning majors. Then again in 2014. Then again in 2020. And now it was the highest it's ever been recently. Like between no, I, yeah. the end of last year and the start of this year. Yeah, so he was winning everything, sure. Yeah. His, 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 and his trail off is, is a very recent thing. It's not long enough to be a trend if you look at the guy's career. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just like I don't know. I mean, it's it's getting a bit worrying now that he hasn't won a major in so long. Oh, um, it's, it's it's beyond worrying now. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a it's he probably forgets like how to even do, even do it at this stage, or in his mind the doubt has crept in. It's been nearly ten years. Like. Yeah, I mean, I I do think though, as you, as you said, this is the type of tournament. That you could have a McElroy pop up and win again, and then Definitely, you know yeah. he's like dead yeah. for the for the for the, the open, and he yeah, and exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I'll move on. Um, well, okay. just last word on Rory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a shit. He's winning the open this year. I don't give a shit. Okay, we shall see. Next up, we have Brooks Kepka, Xander Schauffele, and Patrick Hantley, all at eighteen to one. So um, I'll go. I'll just go really quickly. Brooks Kepka is my second pick. He's boosted to twenty-two to one on a certain book, and I'm absolutely all over my twenty-two to one. Hmm. And um, Brooks, I'm not sure. Um, I would have liked. I would have liked thirty-three. He just 
you know, the run-in at the Masters, he looked, he was really tepid and passive and nervous and just didn't look like Brooks. He looked like Brooks for, like, you know, 2018-19 Brooks. He looked like him for three days and then yeah, back in the heat and he was kind of like, oh, shit, oh, oh I'm actually fallible now. Oh, I'm not sure. So I wouldn't, I don't like the price too much. Yeah, I like agree. I, but it's one of those things, Donnie, if he's, if he's sitting top, you know, T7 going into Saturday, you're like, why the fuck did I not back Brooks? He's major Brooksy. So um, I think he will give you a run for his money, but I don't know if he has that winning. Um, I don't know if he can win, but. What did he do him. last week? I, I wasn't, I didn't see Liv. DJ won. But Top I five, I think. Yeah. yeah. His game's in good it. nick, like his game's in good nick. Yeah, his game's in super nick. It's just, yeah, that, that Sunday in the Masters, we saw uh, a Brooks that looked under pressure that we never saw before. And mm. maybe, maybe, you know, the scar tissue from, from the, 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 the recent failures that he's had and, and, you know, losing his form is weighing on him a little bit. So, yeah. Are you, but, um, then again, but then again, he could, he could use that as fuel and say, well, next time I'm, go- I'm in this position, I'm just going to fucking win. I'm going to start yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have, I have Brooks over Xander um, in terms of a, a winner. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Patrick Cantley is actually my main fancy for the week. Oh God! Um, okay. Yeah, like uh, not to. I won't spend too much time on him because uh, you know I know you e- boys don't like him, but love him, love him or hate him, he's an absolute elite golfer. So he's he had twelve starts this season, uh, ten top twenty fives. Uh, he has five top fives as well, and uh, he uh, he's also in terms of total strokes gained, he's sixth. Um, so he's elite, he's a, he's a winner, he can close, he has the patience to, to plot his way around. Um, and I just I just think he's going to be there, thereabouts. I can't see him not contending come Sunday. Uh, Steve, I love, and, I love, and I love 22 to one. So. Steve, can, can I shock you? No. Oh, I think I can. He's, he's on him as well. I think he's going to win. Go on, and I, and, I, and I hate it, but I think he's going to win. And yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you something else that will shock you. I think I'd rather a live golfer wins than that fuck. Oh, I can't. I can't. I, I just. I, I have such disdain for him. I don't know where it comes but from. Just back him. Comes back him, and then if he wins, if he wins, at least you get some sort of emotional or some. Well, some uh, yeah, yeah. Some monetary Look, gain. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying it now, live on air. I think Patrick Cantley is going to win this. Perfect. Week. Me too. Me too. He's my. He's the main bet for me. And and Xander. Xander yeah. 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 I've, I've got no real. Top ten. Top twenty. Cracking ball striker, top twenty. Yeah, no, not not a not the sharp end on Sunday for me. But yeah, I'm I'm terrified that Cantley's going to win, and, and he might win well, and that's fucking even yeah. worse. Yeah, I think so as well. I think so as well. Right. Mm. Next up, we have defending champion JT and recent winner on the PGA Tour, Tony Fino, at twenty-two to one. Um, JT was last off my shortlist. I think he's um, like I said ball striker moving the ball both ways. I think he's he's gonna be bang up there again. I don't think he'll go back to back. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna miss him this year. Uh, and Fino he could but I don't like I don't like twenty two to one about him. Um so I'm gonna swerve him as well. Yeah so uh JT just I just don't think he's played well enough this year. Yeah, like it yeah. might just the fact he's defending champion and you know from after last year might light a fire but uh yeah, I'm I'm not on JT. And then conversely, I Tony Fina is actually my first pick. Ah. Uh, so to throw just okay. a few numbers at you. The, the the data points I was looking at this week are greens regulation, driving distance, 
uh, and then on approach, really important. So strokes gained approach generally, but more specifically, uh, Andy Andy Lack uh, on Twitter, at Lack Sports, like get out, like follow him on Twitter. He's amazing. He throws out, does so much research. He's, he's a great follow on Twitter. But um, he estimated that about 50% of shots this week, are go- second shots, are going to be over 175 yards in. Um, and in that regard, Tony Fina's second greens regulation from 200 yards out, and it falls to 28th, 175 to 200, but still really strong. Um, in general, 14th greens regulation, 55th driving distance, but we know he's reining that in. He can send it way more than that. And he's first on approach this year. Uh, he won in Detroit as well, another Donald Ross track. And I think he's won enough now. He knows how to win now. Time for Tony to win a major. Yeah, Is, he a, major, is he a major champion, do you think? Yeah, I think he is, yeah, yeah. definitely. And and thirty to one, I got him on the exchange, win only. So okay. he was my second click, but the first pick as we go right down the list this week. Interesting. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I kind of echo what Steve said about both of them, to be honest. Uh, but I do respect all those stats on Tony, and I would I would love to see him win. I, yeah. I just don't know. Yeah, 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 super popular winner. Yeah. Uh, next up, as I said, the two winners from last weekend, DJ on the Live Tour, and of course Jason Day on the PGA. They're both coming in at twenty-five to one. Uh, personally, I'm swerving them. Um, the only reason why I just think, as much as it could be a spark for for Jason Day to really, um, you know, go back to back winners and get his confidence back up. I just think it's a lot to win a tournament, have all the media, have that relief that, you know, the amount of adrenaline and feelings that Jason Day must have had on Mother's Day to win. Um, I just think it's tough to put your head back in the game and go straight back into a, a majors week. But look, again, that's just my opinion. Oh, I, I totally agree with that. And I'd, lo- I'd, love, I'd love to know when the last time a guy won back-to-back where the second one was a major. Um, I'd love, I've no, I've offhand, I've no idea. Probably someone who took like three weeks off. It wasn't back to back weeks. Yeah, Um, great for Jason, but I totally agree with you, bro. Yeah, Yeah. I um, I do have Jason Day back, so I did get him full disclosure. I got him on Friday, um, 40 to 1. Um, when when he was going along nicely there, and um. In Texas, I just like I like the way he's been playing the last few weeks and seeing him starting yeah. off well. I was like, let's give this guy a crack for uh, for next week. A little bit disappointed he actually won because I would have rather him come second or something, um, just for the back to back thing, as Donny said. But uh, the other big thing for Jason Day, not only has he has he been playing great all season, um, he's also played here before. He was uh, eighth the last time, um, that they teed it up here in 2013. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I just think I don't see it being a problem dealing with the whole media thing. I think you'd like to be back in the spotlight and he's a foreman at world number one. So he's, he's used to dealing with all that. Um, so yeah, just the short game's unbelievable. He's driving tee to green. He's unbelievable. He's, he's a great putter, pretty bulletproof. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him lingering around for, uh, will I back him at 25? Probably not, probably not. But um, yeah, he, he's one to look out for, for sure. Yeah. I still can't. I, I still can't explain what happened to him at the Masters. I've, I've no yeah. idea. Yeah, he I looked so good. He was cruising. I'm absolutely at a loss yeah. to explain what happened to him at the Masters. Uh, an apparition of some sort, because he's been so, like, before the Masters, he was T5, T19, T10, T9, T5, T7, T18. He was so good. And then, yeah. you know, the Masters, two rounds in, and, the, and he stuffs the 18th hole, uh, mm-hmm. bogey, and then just put it in reverse. 
Yeah, it's a tough one, but look, he's back. He's got the win. Um, so look out for him this week. And DJ, he was also T8 last time he played here in 2013. Um, I think DJ's, for me, still one of the top three in the world um, when he, you know, tees it up um, and, and he's on form. So uh, I would respect him massively, but I've backed him. I think every major I've backed him and he hasn't done anything. So uh, I'm going to swerve him this week. Lesson learned. Yeah. Um, okay, next up, the la- the say the second to last thing I, I will say, the last three... Actually, that's four. I'll, I'll, I'll put it four. So we have Maddie Fitz, Cam Young, and Victor Hovland all at 28. And I'll just give one more. Cam Smith at 30 to 1, which is a big enough price for Cam Smith. I know he's been off it, but still a fairly decent price on him. Who are those four again, Brew? Sorry, yeah. so I have Maddie Fitz, Cam Young, Victor Hovland, and Cam Smith. Uh, I'll go. Fitz has a great chance, but I'm not backing him. But he has a great chance. Yeah. yeah, really, really, really good chance. He's yeah, just so good. Nice. I can't wait to see a new Maddie Fitz at the Ryder Cup. Nearly bombs it. Um, Hovland, yeah, brittle. Sundays doesn't play well on Sundays. Like I think he'll knock around. He'll feature. I would, you know, another guy top twenty. Yeah, super golfer. I just I don't see it. I don't see him winning. I think I think he needs still to mature a little bit. Um, Cam Young is my second pick. Oh, nice. Third and driving distance. And to be honest, the data does not match up as well as I assumed it would, because like for, for approach, he's like 68th. And from, from over 200 yards, he's like 140th. So that's not great at all. But um, he's playing so well. And he's been great in majors. Like he's three top tens in the last four majors. Could have won two of them. Runner up in the match play. Um, I think his game certainly off the tee is really well suited around here so I, I, I'm taking him um, and he, he was my pick at the start of the year for this mm. like before ball was hit this year if you gave me my four I was saying Rory Cam Young Homer for the US Open oh no sorry Rory for the Open who did I say for the Masters I can't remember um, fuck it John Ram <laughs> yeah was it Scotty for the Masters like, I, I can't remember uh, I can't remember who it was now to be honest yeah. Um, yeah, all, all four of those are swerves for me, bro. Um, none of them really yeah. stand out. I think they all they'll all be up there. I don't think any of them will bomb it, but um, yeah, none of them stand out for me as anything to to get excited about. Cam Smith maybe um, mm-hmm. last in a playoff at Live shapes the ball well, but um, just off the tee again, I'd worry about him. But yeah, we'll I, yeah. I don't I don't think he hits it far enough. Ah, no, he does. Actually, no. Do you know that's bullshit. He does. He hits it plenty far. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I mean, I think. The two, the two Camerons there for me um, would be who I would be looking at out of those four. Um, I think Cam Young is just a player that just consistently does so well. Um, and I really like the guy as well. He seems like a nice, genuine guy. Um, he, I think he's close to winning. I really do. Um, so I agree with like what Donnie said. And then Cam Smith, yeah, it's it's a weird one. I mean... Since going to live, he hasn't done much. But I mean, if we go back to the Cam Smith of last year, the year before, fuck me. Like, if he gets to yeah. that, if he gets back to that again, like 30 to 1 is a ridiculous price if he can get back to anywhere near that form. So I'm swerving all, all four, um, similar to you. But yeah, I, I think I still do think that Cam Young is a, is, is a good pick. And I think Cam Smith at 30 to 1 is very good value. If yeah, he- I, I, I definitely. Could have uh, picked Fitzy. Like, I mean, he won for me at Harbour Town the other week. Um, I definitely could have picked him. So, Cam Young, yeah, nearly Fitzy, and I was okay to leave the other two off. Mm. Fair. 
Um, okay, Sherlock, I'll give you... Uh, Let's go darts. Let's go for some darts. Yeah, my next one. So I had... I got Colin, I got Colin Morikawa enhanced to 40 to 1. Um, so, again, like, you know, I think Colin is nearly there again. He, he's, come, he's come close. He's gotten a lot better. And, you know, at 40 to 1 with around this, this kind of course, like, again, if he, he can get it to click again, you know, I suppose a lot, of my, a lot of my picks are, you know, Scotty, if he can put Brooks, if he can hold it together for four rounds, Morikawa, if he can get back there. But I think with this type of, of major, I'm better off picking those type of players. Um, just because I think they all have have a bit of a shout. So um, when I saw Colin Morikawa at 31, I was like, no. And then when I saw his price was boosted to 40, I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll have a bit of that. Yeah, I have him as well, but I got him at 33s, um, yeah. just purely purely based on the price because it's it's way too big of a price for him. Um, his form recently hasn't been good, so he was a top 10 at the Masters. Um, he's only played three times since the Masters, and he's been pretty shit, so he missed two cuts, and he has a 30th um, place. But I, I forgive Mark Howard that. He, he has turned into a bit of a major player, um, so yeah. he's obviously a two-time major winner. Um, he's fourth on approach. He hits the ball as accurate as anyone off the tee. Yeah. Uh, so I think that the car suits him perfectly. Um, and yeah, th- 33 to 1 about Mark Howard is just way too big. Nice. He's actually um, still he's, he's still 40 to 1 on Bet365. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's, 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 it's worth the nibble each way. Yeah, that's that's a big price, isn't it, Donny? So, um, oh, that's a price. So that's him. And then I have I have three more. I actually added in another one. So I actually have six now, sorry. Um, it's so, a major. Go nuts. Yeah, so I have Wyndham Clark. Um, yes. Yeah, Wyndham Clark. I got him at eighty to one two days ago. I see he's actually into sixty-six to one now. Yeah, Sixty-four. Yeah, sixty-six to one now. So the market's definitely on him. Um, I got him at eighty to one. Uh, got it done around Wells Fargo, which is amazing. I know Donny, you've been on him for such a long time. You've been talking uh, with him now for years, really up, years, years. Re- so, really wound me up. I'd say I did. I, I was looking back actually, looking back at my spreadsheet. I put up on Twitter that I backed him five times since the start of 2022. It's not, I backed him seven times. Jesus, wow, <laughs> he, placed, he placed in a couple of those, but uh, yeah, I was I was a bit sick now that he, that he won and I wasn't on him. That's fair. I, I think it'll, it'll kick him on. Um, and I could see the likes of a Wyndham Clark, you know being in the 30s and 40s rather than in the 60s, 70s and 80s. Yeah. Um, and look, the way, the way, the manner in which you won as well, he had he had Zandler chasing him down. He was just like, yeah, don't worry about it. I, I have this sussed. He was so good. Like his, his round on Saturday was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm very close to picking him myself. Yeah. I actually have him in my, in my top whatever accumulator, which we'll do in a minute. Okay, yeah. And then I went with, I went with, one kind of middle of the road dart and then one longer dart. I went with Tom Kim. Um, again, just because this type of major, you know, you can have a young player that can really give it a go and cause a huge upset. And Tom Kim is currently 80 to one. Um, and you know, again, I'm going for more kind of value here, but if he can show the glimpses of what he had at the start of this year, then he'll be well up there. Um, I think his game suits this type of course. And honestly, I just saw 80 to one and I was like, Joe, you know fuck it. Bit of, you know, small each way action on him and the next person. Why not? So, um, but the value is insane. Like, who's, yeah. a be- who's a better golfer, Wyndham Clark or Tom Kim? Like, Tom Kim is. Yeah. Who's going to have a bigger career? Tom Kim will. Who's going to win a major? Tom Kim will. 
Maybe yeah. both. And then the last person I went with, um, I went with Min Min Woo Lee at 175 to one. Drives are great. Drives, Drives are long. really great. Yeah, again, suited to the type of, of our course. Um, hasn't had a great year, um, but again, hasn't. Ha- I I don't think he, you know, I think he's shorter than 175 to one. Um, so again, I saw that price and I was like, fuck it, bit of a bit of a you know each way long dart action on him. So he, he's finding his feet on the PGA Tour, but when he does, he'll win. He definitely has the talent. I I was so sweet in him for the Masters. It didn't work out. I think. He has the ability to win a Masters in his career. Uh, I agree. Like 175 to one's big L price. I I feel feel a little bit salty on how poorly he went at Augusta. Yeah, in the end. That's fair. That's fair. He shot the bag there on Sawgrass as well, didn't he? When he was yeah, yeah. four shots clear on Sunday, dunked it into the water. Yeah, that's right. As you do. Um, I've two, Donny. I rattle rattle through them, and then I'll I'll leave the floor to you to um to cap out your picks. Um, so my next pick is Adam Scott. Um, Adam Scott is 80 to 1. Um, he, he looks to me like he's coming back to his best. Um, and at his best, he was, uh, you know, re- consistently um, challenging for majors and, and consistently winning for majors. Um, his last two starts, he's been fifth and ninth. Um, he's 31st off the tee. He played around here in 2013 and he was fifth. Um, so he has a track record for the course. And uh, I, I just like like the way he's playing the last few weeks. I think he's uh, he's someone yeah. that can close out a major if he needs to. Um, he's proven it. He's done well around here before. Uh, I think at 80 to 1 is pretty generous. And my long shot dart is uh, Paul Casey, 250 to 1. Uh, Casey's just one of the best ball strikers approach players that has been on the, the PJ Tour over the last 15 years. Um, he's been struggling a lot injuries gone to live etc but I think getting back on the big stage um, I think he's way better of a golfer than 250 to 1 would suggest um, he was up that the last time we probably saw him contend him was in Sawgrass um, back in 22 uh, yeah exactly so he can contend in the big events he's won on the PGA Tour he's won in Europe um, so <clears throat> 250 to 1 about him you can get probably 10-12 places on him at that price as well um, so he is my final pick. Jesus, I think I'm going to put him into my uh, top 40, Aka. Even make the cut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, like, yeah, again, talent-wise, Jesus, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Form, is, form is hard to say, but I'm, I'm worth, it's worth it at that price. Yeah, 100%. Right, to wrap it up, in terms of darts, I have two darts. Now, these are exchange prices, so I'm guessing they're they're quite a bit smaller um, in terms of the sports book. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take Taylor Moore, the winner at Copperhead at the Valspar a couple of weeks ago, where he just basically I think they showed four shots of his all week and then he birdied two he birdied like two of the last four and one. Um totally came up the inside rail and got it done. He's a super impressive golfer. Um very, very talented kid. 250 to one I got him uh on the exchange. So that's one that you know he gets in contention, you lay it off kind of thing. I don't think he's gonna win. And then the other one, this one's this guy's really interesting. So 270, Cam Davis, the Aussie, who had some unspecified health concerns at the start of the year, said he had no energy, that he was really struggling, not sleeping. But he's over that now. He's posted some good results uh, recently. In terms of driving, 14th off the tee this year, 18th in driving distance. Um, he won in Detroit as well. Uh, at the it wouldn't he won um 
the Rocket Mortgage, Don Ross course as well. So 270 sets up really well, actually. And I, I think he, he had a run. Did he have a run at the Masters? Yeah, I think he had a run at the Masters. He was up there on Saturday, kind of faded a bit, but it's a really big price. So Taylor Moore, Cam Davis. Um, I was going to pick the gala. I actually, I put a fiver on the gala on the exchange and then I actually dug into the stats and it was like, Jesus Christ, these don't line up well to Oak Hill at all. Um, so I'll give Tagala a shout out. Love him as a golfer. Let's see who he goes. But the one that I'm now thinking about adding Casey and to get an absurd price is I have a fourfold currently of the two boys, Taylor Moore, Cam Davis, also Wyndham Clark, and the tall pole, Adrian Moronk. On Moronk, bye. Yeah. So all four of them to lads to all be top 40 is 63 to one. If you add Casey in, that probably turns into like 200 to one or something. Um, all of them hit it long. All of them are, are good drivers of the golf ball, uh, and and I think yeah they can hang in there. And I'm, I'm you know I'm not necessarily expecting you know massive things, but uh, I just top forty. You know what I mean? You've got to be yeah interest. All four of them could beat 120 guys this week for sure. So yeah, mine mine are going to be Fino, Cam Young, Taylor Moore, Cam Davis, that Aka, and then I'm probably going to end up back in Rory, but I haven't yet. Interesting. Just one thing I just want to say really quickly. Uh, um, golf was a, sorry. What what I want to get their 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 name correctly. Golf tips checker on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who always like you know amalgamates everyone's tips and puts Andy, them in the pie charts. Yeah, yeah, a legend. He said he's had two hundred over two hundred tips so far for the for the PGA. Not one person has backed JT. Saw that. That is. That is insane. Sorry, yeah, that is yeah. insane. I know he hasn't been playing great, but defending champion, not one no, person's picked him. That is that is that is actually mental. Going to be the first, bro. Nah. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um. Yeah. No. No. I'm. I know. I know. I'm just saying though. Like, we're super intelligent, though, Steve. You know what I mean? I'm. I'm just surprised Highly. no one else has. You know. Yeah. Us so. experts. Yeah. We're we're swerving. Yeah. Indeed. So we're right. sharp. So. I, I think that's it. Yeah. Everybody who's having a dart and having a back. Uh, I hope you get a run on Sunday. I hope you pick a winner. I hope you have a good time. Um, we're certainly going to have one on Sunday night uh, or Sunday afternoon for you two boys. Uh, so yeah, Shin A. Yeah. God bless. Well, one best luck. Enjoy it. And we shall see you next Monday. Talk to you later, boys. Bye. Uh, Just take a moment to admire the fact that I just hit a fairway. There's, there's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Oh! John, he's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open Champion.